How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? We got to do the news coming up. Time to do headlines. Plenty to talk about. It's Monday, so haven't updated you in a couple days. You probably missed a lot of stuff. The uh, right to choose... Seems to be eroding even more. Now the fight's gotten bigger. I don't know if you saw right after. I think it was like as we were leaving work on Friday, that federal judge in Texas. Said, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no more. Uh, it's well, so then weird. another judge somewhere else was like, yeah. Exactly, in Washington. So now it's like, well, it's probably got to go back to the Supreme Court. It's weird to me that a judge. So you have the FDA, and the FDA approves a drug and says it's safe, it's effective. We've approved it. Right. But then a judge who's a lawyer doesn't dabble in science and stuff, I suppose, right. can say, I'm revoking your FDA privilege. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, though, right? I, I, it really does Well, I mean, scientists me. or medical companies could come up with drugs. Yeah. And we would make them illegal. Now, look, right. I'm not, I don't but agree with this. But the FDA does it. The FDA decides, right? It's weird to me that a judge would decide instead of the FDA. The FDA says, yeah, it's passed. It's good. Good to go. But if, they, if the FDA us. says it's not harmful, yeah. we could still outlaw it through legislation, Right. right. That in my legislation. Wrong? No, I get what you're saying. You could say something is illegal because right. does like, the FDA like Oxy, say something is illegal or whatever? But to me, when you hear that a judge revoked the FDA's well, approval, my question to you is because I'm an idiot. Me too. Does the FDA do that? Do they? I never thought that the FDA gave a legality of it or not. Like, like, do they take away thought... approval or do they approve drugs? They do approve drugs. No, yeah. but do they say this is approved? That's not going to kill anybody, but. We're not going to let you use it because it's addictive. I didn't think they did that. I don't know if they do that, but there are certain things that they will say. I mean, people get were mad at the FDA for not being stricter with OxyContin and allowing it to be, you know, put in such high milligrams and all those things and prescribed for the things that it was. That they I just didn't think the FDA did that, but okay. I don't know. I'm dumb. I, I don't know what all those to. agencies. I thought the FDA just said, hey, here's all the testing. It doesn't give you cancer. We tested it on 10 kids and seven dogs. They're like, cool. Right. That's what I thought. I uh, thought they went over the research. I didn't think they were like, yeah, but... I think their job is to It's say, addictive, so we're not going to give it to you. Or we're going to classify it in this drug. I know right? part of their job is to make sure that what the company is saying the product is, is actually what they're selling. Yes. Which supplements don't have to do that. Because right. that Orrin Hatch thing 20 yes. years ago. So that's totally different. You can sell supplements and put anything in a bottle anything. and say what it is, and the FDA won't check it. Cool packaging. Right. But if it's a drug, if it's a prescription, the FDA checks to make sure it's actually what they say it is. And that it's safe enough, you know, at least beneficial enough to outweigh any risk that it does have. And then right. they can approve it or say, no, we're not going to approve it because it's not effective enough. There have been drugs where they're like, hey, this will help you lose a little weight. But, man, the side effects are so bad, we're not going to get – we're not going to approve it. It doesn't get FDA approval. So I don't know. What you're saying is, does the FDA ever say, this works, it does exactly what they say it does, but 
we don't think it should be a product because right. it's or we, uh, because it's or, a, an abortion pill, right. quote unquote. We're not going to make it legal. I didn't right. know the FDA did that. I right. assume that it went to uh, court. Maybe they do. Maybe they, I don't know. But you see the headliner. See it in the story that the judge revoked this. Then you yeah. got the judge in Washington say, "No, it's fine." So now it's got to go back to the Supreme Court. I don't know what happens then. They already revoked Roe v. Wade. I'm not real confident that they're going to say. Right, but what I did read about all that, interestingly enough, is that they have noticed that um, the GOP has really kind of stopped talking. They're about freaking it. out because 65% of Americans were. Well, more than that, they saw what happened in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, you know. How about the vote in Kansas? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was a little bit of a while ago. And I think they were yeah. thinking, hey, let's energize that base. We'll be okay. And then they got their ass kicked in Wisconsin. And I think you go two cycles, and they're like, okay, this is not – we didn't get hit in one state. This is a national movement, and we're going to use an election. We're going to lose an election. feels like the dog that caught the car. Right, And now yeah. they're trying to figure out what the hell to do with it. Because you can't not energize. They've used it. That's the thing. They used it for so long yep. to energize the – you, you know the, the Christian right, right, and so and the evangelicals, mm-hmm. right, and so they used it so long, just gave it lip service. Yeah, Reagan wasn't going to outlaw it. You know, right. uh, Bush never was going to. He just said, you right. know, we will. And then what they would say over and over again is, we'll put people on the Supreme Court who would vote it down. Yeah, or you know, not use a litmus test. But now you're right. The dog caught the car, and what are they going to do? Go back against it? Right. Because the evangelicals are never going to get you elected president. The evangelicals would get you the nomination. Yep. There's not enough of them to get you elected. No. no. So now now you're stuck. The the GOP seeing these poll numbers. They're seeing how people are reacting. And they're like, this is not. You know, we were just in. They had blinders on for so long. And it was such a good thing, like you said, to give lip service to a wedge issue to talk about. Of course. It's the same thing with gay marriage forever. Exactly. They're saying gay marriage. I'm against it. I hate it. And then, like, okay, well, fine. And then gay gay people got married and they were like, oh, it looks totally normal, actually. Well, actually, it was like all we had to do was give it lip service. We didn't really care. Right. But George Bush cared if gay guys married. Absolutely not. Neither did Obama. Well, when Obama's like, I don't believe it, I'm like, he is just saying what he thinks he needs to say. Exactly. That's it. And they're like, well, he changed his mind. He came around with new information. That dude never cared if gay people got no, married. Never. I will never believe that. No. Anyway, there's plenty of stuff to talk about, but the abortion thing's a big story when we doom scroll here in a sec. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, tell me about the news. All right, so the big news is what happened on Friday. Um, this federal judge said, you know, they were, t- they were talking about this so-called uh, abortion pill, Mifepristone. Uh, myf- myf- I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's a legal drug that the FDA has approved. It's been around for a while. This federal judge in Texas said, nope, it should be illegal because, you know, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. So now it's kind of up to judges to say whether or not something is legal, I guess. Meanwhile, a judge in Washington said, no, this can stay legal. So because we have... Two conflicting. I don't really understand that. I don't either. We have two conflicting results here. And again, you're smarter than me, so help me out. No, not. Well, you at least read the story, so help me out. If a judge in Texas, I know he's a federal judge, right? Mm -hmm. But a judge in Texas says this pill is illegal according to our laws, right? Mm -hmm. I thought with the overturn of Roe v. Wade that the GOP was basically saying it goes back to states' rights. That's what they acted like. So how could a judge in Texas make a law for the entire country? Now, I know because it's a federal judge that happens, but 
I thought they would they were going to vote on abortion rights by state by state. I right. didn't think they were going to go to federal court. Then they started saying some of these states said we are going to punish people who travel to a state where abortion is legal and come back. Now right. I don't think any of that ink's been signed yet, but that's craziness. I mean, this, that's small government. Now you're right. saying if you leave the state, and you come back, we're going to imprison you. Like, what are you yeah, talking about? I would have about? just thought when it got turned over and they talked about it that it would go to you know state circuit that's courts and thought. state supreme courts, and then they would decide that's what I thought. how they interpreted the law. So, and we knew that was going to happen in the state of Washington. Right, it would be fine. State of Texas, it wouldn't. And even like I don't know, is it possible that they could do it by counties and say it's legal in this county, but it ain't legal in this county? Well, I did it with marijuana when I was a kid. Right. You could smoke pot in Ann Arbor right. in the seventies. We had different laws in counties. You know, like in Missouri and Jackson County, they decreased criminalized weed but if you went into the other county you know it hadn't been decriminalized yet but they had that rule it's not like the state came in and said you can't do that with abortion it seems such a big issue that i assume like you that it would be at a state level where they say i thought that's what the law was so i'm really kind of confused so now the future of this of you know access at least to this pill is uncertain because you've got two federal judges that issue these conflicting rulings on the same day i think they both did it on friday and so the, the judge in Texas, he said um, he ordered the Food and Drug Administration to suspend approval for the drug. And then uh, the judge in Washington said, no, this this drug is legal and fine. So now it has to go to a federal appeals court, I guess, and which could mean it goes all the way to the Supreme well, Court. So I, oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, the one thing that I did read about this uh, was that they can just skip that. They can skip. Well, they said the federal appeals court is expected to weigh in soon. They can just skip it, though. Okay. So if, who, if you want to, if, because you know it's going to have to go to the Supreme Court. That's a decision for the lawyers to make, but you can just take it straight to the Supreme Court. Okay. Well, it seems to be a very big news story. Federal judges with conflicting rulings, leaving the fate of a widely used abortion pill in jeopardy this morning. A federal judge in Texas invalidated the FDA's longtime approval of the drug Mifepristone, but has given the Biden administration a week to appeal. The scientific judgments of the medical experts and those who did all the clinical research is now being questioned, second-guessed, by one judge in one state. At the same time, a different federal judge in Washington state ordering the FDA to keep the drug on the market. But that decision only applies to the 17 blue states in Washington, D.C. that sued over it. So, uh, I saw Amy Klobuchar, isn't that her name? Right? Yeah. She did an interview talking about the ruling. Uh, I think it was on NPR. She said that they were shocked by it. Um, She said... Everyone in this country can get uh, the care they need. That's important. It's been the, on the market for more than 20 years after a four-year approval process by the FDA, and it's used safely in over 60 countries. This is just another example of extremists trying to take away women's rights to make their own decisions about their health care. Yeah. We think they should be able to make those decisions. Uh, we think they should be able to make those decisions not. Maybe not make those decisions. One judge in Amarillo, Texas, and certainly not politicians. But look, it's been clear that anti-abortion rights groups have been working to make abortion illegal for decades, which culminated in the overturning of Roe v. Wade. They've been doing that work through federal courts, which Senator Mitch McConnell helped to reshape with more conservative judges when he was the majority leader. So now they say they got to fight it aggressively in the courts because there's a six-year statute of limitations that covers when you can start appealing these things after they've been decided. This hasn't been used in, uh, she said, this just hasn't been used in a way that he's used it before, whatever that means. Even his own lawyers challenging it noted that they hadn't seen anything like this before. My thing is, like, even that guy in the audio that I pulled, it's like, this is one judge overturning this approval process. You know, as she said, it was four right. years or whatever. I just, but has given the Biden administration a week to appeal. The scientific judgments of the medical experts and those who did all the clinical research is now being questioned, second-guessed,
by one judge in one state. It's just that's crazy to me, right? You've got a, a, a agency, a huge agency that's part of the yeah. federal government who's in charge of this. And it's just bizarre to me that a judge in Texas can say, yeah, no, don't like it. Now, that I'm I don't understand. I, but I don't even understand how it all works. Me neither. On Friday, I went to the after work, I went to the pharmacy to pick something up. There's this old guy sitting behind me, pretty old. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what, we got to get these Republicans out of office. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. And then he says, you heard what they did today. And I was like, no. He's like, they outlawed abortion. And I was like, what? No, I did not hear that. Right. Like, yeah. Judge in Texas, they outlawed abortion. Mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'll have to look into this. I kind of thought Roe v. Wade was already overturned. Right. I was like, what is a judge in Texas doing? He didn't know that it was about the Mifepristone or however you say it. Right. So I went home and saw it, and then I saw that the judge in Washington had issued a ruling basically at the same time saying, no, it's legal. Then everything I read said, now they appeal, and it could go to the Supreme Court. Right. So what happens when it gets there? Are these judges like, look, we're, we're just saying that you don't have a right to an abortion, but we're not saying that if it's legal in a state, you can't use a, an approved drug. That's been approved for years and used for years. Maybe they'd say that, but they seem so conservative to me. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, they certainly could. I mean, in, in my, again, we talked about it earlier, so we're just going around and around because I'm not a lawyer and I don't understand. But I feel like if they wanted it, it they could outlaw anything they wanted. Yeah. Like through the legal system, even if the FDA said this is okay, the Supreme Court could say, yeah, it's safe, but. It's illegal. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, they could do that. Well, And I so, feel like that's what they're saying here. In that interview with Klobuchar... I mean, the judge isn't ruling on it and saying it's not safe. Well, so in that interview with Klobuchar, they asked her, you know, what do you think would happen if this goes to the Supreme Court? And she says, no one can predict. I just look at the facts here. I look at the fact that American Medical Association, which isn't a radical group, they actually said immediately in a very strong statement, there is no evidence that people are harmed by having access to this safe and effective well, medication. Well, right, but that's what we're arguing. We've got but, decades wait, but of stop. Like, yeah. Because you're saying, no, there's no evidence that people are harmed. But the evangelicals are saying the people that are harmed are the baby. Right. Right. And right? She, but she's saying we've got decades of proof to support the statement. There's no reason why – or sorry, this is the reason that judges don't usually enter these kinds of orders. Doctors and scientists make these decisions, not judges. Hmm. So that's what they keep saying. That's why I guess you know when we started this conversation, we were slightly on a different page because I just keep hearing all this. How can a judge say you, this FDA approval so is wrong? Before up until this point, did the FDA, were they the ones who outlawed marijuana? I don't think so. I think the federal government said – Right. No, that's, so that to me is the same thing, right? Well, I don't know. That was like a, that's like prohibition, right? The federal government said no marijuana. Right. Federally. It's illegal federally. We don't want it. But couldn't the federal government then say about this drug? They should, I guess the federal government could, sure. I guess right. they could say it's illegal. Whether they, the FDA says it's good or bad. Right. But for a ju- but this is just one judge, right? It's not going through Congress. It's not being right. voted on. It's just a judge saying, yeah, the FDA needs to revoke basically its approval. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not smart crazy. Enough. This whole country is... I keep trying to just put my head in the sand and hope, look, guys, we get along. If you actually go meet some Trump people, you'll get along. Just go talk to them instead of talking to them on the Internet. If you go meet some liberals, you might get along. You know, not all of them are extremists. Of course, people on the extreme right aren't going to get along with people on the extreme left. But how many extremists do you know personally, either of you? I know, like, zero. Do you guys know yeah, any? Yeah, no, no. Ex- extremists. How many extremist people do you hang out with you know that are so extremely liberal or so extremely uh, Republican? I don't know any. But no. yet the media acts like we all are, and so we all hate each other, and there's no way we can ever fix this and get along. It's bull's bull ass. Totally. Because yeah. we can get along. Just sit and talk to one another. For God's sake, quit talking on the internet. What are we doing? 
And this whole abortion thing, you really want abortion outlawed? That's what you want? What are you planning to do when it's outlawed? What are you planning to do with these kids who are homeless? What are you going to do? They are the dog that caught the car. Mm-hmm. M- moving on, we got more problems. The Department of Justice is now probing a leak. You know, we use Discord here. We have a Twitch uh, stream, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazlo, L-A-Z-L-O. Mm-hmm. You can hang out with us every afternoon. And we use Discord to stay in touch after hours, along with Reddit and other things. But we all have Discord on our phone now. Yep. Well, the Department of Justice says that there's all this classified material that leaked, and it was posted on Discord. And there's a lot of it. And this is like the worst leak in a decade or two. There's a lot of information on there, apparently, about our relationships with China and Mm. Israel and all this stuff that's supposed to be highly classified. As officials scramble to identify the source of the leak, these documents look like Pentagon briefing slides. And they include a lot of very sensitive reporting from the CIA and other intelligence agencies, including many reports labeled top secret. Most of them are about the Russia-Ukraine war, but there's also intelligence about Iran and even allies like Israel, South Korea, and France. Believe it or not, the open-source intelligence agency Bellingcat says that one of the first places these documents appeared was on a video game chat server, of all places. The Pentagon said last night that the documents appear to contain sensitive and highly classified material and that they've stood up an interagency effort to assess the impact on national security. Okay, so the Pentagon has a deputy press secretary, right? Her name's Sabrina. She said in an emailed statement that officials are assessing the validity of the material, which the New York Times reports indicates that U.S. intelligence has penetrated Russia's military and also apparently spied on allies, including Israel, South Korea and Ukraine. We've infiltrated their military, boys. We got Mm -hmm. spies in there. That Wall Street Journal guy, I bet he didn't work for the Wall Street Journal. He was probably a spy, right? When they lock these people up and they're like, hey, this guy's arrested for spying. We're like, oh, come on. You're, you're, this is freedom of the press. What are you doing? You're a third world country if you don't let the press do their job. But maybe these are the spies. Because now we've got this classified information that just leaked. The good news is this is the kind of stuff people are interested in as opposed to your private information. You know, you hear all those stories about this company got hacked and everyone who paid with a credit card there, their information is on mm-hmm. the dark web. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, there's millions, thousands. Hopefully they don't look at mine. This right. is the kind of stuff School that you would. fish mentality. Exactly. Yeah. And this is the kind of thing that you would think they can't get to that. It's not in a place where hackers can get to it. I think of, Lazlo, what's the uh, Will Ferrell movie? It's Get Hard, right? What's the, what's the one where his boss has the old computer that isn't connected? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Get Hard. Yeah, that's what the Pentagon should be doing. Why would you have any of this stuff connected to the Internet? I would just assume that highly classified well, sure information, plenty of reasons it too. shouldn't be on the Internet. It should, <laughs> unless you have your own Internet that we don't have access to, it should not be available for hackers to reach by cracking some passwords and getting all of our intel on how we spy on the Russians in South Korea. Like, put it in a folder somewhere and lock the door. You know what I mean? Why has it got to be on the internet? We went without I'm the internet with for a long it would time. Be more, uh, they should have more of an intranet. Yes. Where you can use it in the building. In those buildings yes. with FBI. Build a local, a local area server, whatever that's called, a yeah. LAN party, they right? They probably do. How are people getting this? I don't yet? know, but I'm saying they probably do. We got spies? I'm sure did there's the, a lot of security. Did the Russians come in and get this and put it on Discord? Who knows? I'm, hmm. wa- I'm watching you too. I'm watching you. Why me? Because they launched that Sputnik radio thing here, and I don't know oh, what's that's going right. on. Is that still going on? Oh, yeah. I would take a job there. Well, I would, too. That's why I want to be careful what I say. So if you're listening and you need help over there. Get at me. Yeah. On was, Discord. I don't know any Russians. You guys know any? Get at me. Uh, in, in Call of Duty, the Russian guys go, in the Mistojna. Babushka? Maybe that means they're dead. Babushka. There's that Russian. Right. Yeah, yeah, of we'll, course. We'll play, we'll play as much Kate Bush as you we'll want. We'll play some Kate Bush. 
the Church of Laszlo. Hey! Hey! What are we doing? We are doom scrolling, All right. man. We're going to finish this up. Let's you said it. this weekend you went and saw the new Mario movie. You weren't I the didn't. only one because apparently it broke a bunch of records. This morning, the Super Mario Brothers movie is leveling up the charts. Look at us! We're adorable! Smashing expectations and heading for a record $195 million U.S. opening, the most ever for a video game adaption on the big screen. The iconic franchise is now passing Frozen 2 as the biggest global opening for an animated film. There you go. The biggest global opening for an animated film. There was so much talk about that movie before it came out. Sure. Uh, people were mad about some of the casting decisions. I love when people get mad about that stuff. Like, they're yeah. so invested. You know, it's a Mario movie. You're in your 40s, 30s, however old you are, and you're on your computer bitching that they're going right. to get the guy from Parks and Rec. Isn't he in it? Isn't he the main guy? What's that guy's name? Uh, no. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Isn't he in it? I think he plays yeah. Mario, Isn't right? he Mario? And the other guy is uh, the guy from It's Always Sunny. Oh, Sorry, the guy, guy with Charlie? Yeah. The guy with the kind of scratchy voice mm -hmm. from Horrible Bosses? Okay, I didn't know that. But yeah, so then there's like early reviews that came out and like, oh, the test audiences hate it. They're probably going to have to make changes. It's horrible. And then it comes out like two days later and it's huge. People like it. The reviews are good for it. So mm -hmm. there you go. I like it. Video game adaptations. I'm trying to think, what's my favorite? There haven't been that many. They made a Doom movie like well, I mean, 30 years just, after they Doom are, was I was shocked. I think people were shocked because... This is the first kind of Mario movie like that. They've already done two Sonics, which are both oh, successful. Yeah, that's right. They were, right? They were So you're kind of like, well, what, you know, if this is working, why aren't we doing Mario? Yeah. And everyone, you know, they did that Mario movie in the early 90s that we talked about, but that doesn't really count. And it was pretty bizarre. So, you know, maybe people get that idea in their head, but I totally forgot that Sonic did two movies. I'm looking at the. Uh, adaptations, video game adaptations that they say are the best according to this Rotten Tomatoes website. Werewolves Within, I don't know what game that yeah. is. But then Angry Birds Movie 2, it uh. got good reviews. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 got good reviews. Mm -hmm. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, I forgot Never about that. It. That got good reviews. The first Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers movies on there. Mortal Kombat, they made a couple Mortal Kombats, mm -hmm. didn't they? And didn't they make a Street Fighter? They make one Tomb Raider, I know they made a few of those. Mm -hmm. Rampage with uh, The Rock. Oh, yeah, that was I good. loved that game when yep, I was a kid. Right, when right. I saw they were making a movie, I yep. was like, okay, I feel like a kid again. Uh, moving on, Lori Vallow. She's the one who's been charged with uh, killing her children. Mm -hmm. It looks like she also may have been involved in the death of her new boyfriend, new husband, whatever he is, ex-wife, because she died suddenly and mysteriously. There's been a lot of mysterious things. It's a hard story to follow, but the main point is that she had two kids. They were missing for a long time. Everyone wanted to know where they were. The detectives are working day and night, and they finally discover the bodies buried on their property. And we mm -hmm. know that Lori had said that the kids were zombie kids. She was trying to save them from the apocalypse. Sure. She joined well, thank this God doomsday she did. No kidding. So they're calling her the doomsday mom. I think that's what they're calling her now. This morning in Idaho, Lori Vallow Daybell will stand trial before a jury. Vallow Daybell on trial for killing her two children, 7-year-old JJ and 17-year-old Tylee, plus a third murder, her husband Chad's previous wife, Tammy. Prosecutors allege all three murders were part of a doomsday plot. They've been at this for a long time, for several years now, uh, pushing to get this case to trial and finally getting uh, the people responsible for it uh, to sit in front of a jury and, and, uh, and be prosecuted for the charges. The grandparents of Vallow's son reported the children missing in 2019 after Vallow privately married Chad Daybell in Hawaii and joined his religious group. Can you tell me where your kids are, Jan and Lori? In divorce papers, Vallow's ex-husband, Charles, said Lori believed she was a godlike figure who called the children zombies. 
and said she was sent to usher in the apocalypse. Okay, so obviously that's what the media picks up on. They're doomsday preppers of some sort. Mm -hmm. They think, you know, religious extremists. But now they're in court, and the prosecutors are not really going with that narrative so far. Uh, They're saying money, power, and sex Mm. led so-called cult mom to kill her children. The prosecutor's uh, narrative diverged from the more popular media portrayal of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybill as religious extremists. Okay. So I don't know where they're going with this. Now I want to see some of it. They're saying that it's about sex and money. I wonder where the money was coming from. Was he selling those books? He was writing books, and I, I, it was my understanding that basically she was his follower. I know he had a couple other followers before, but right, it yeah, like yeah, yeah, right. she was really into him. And he's like, wow, she believes everything I say. I'm going to say even crazier stuff, and she has sex with me. And she's hot. And way she's hotter hot, than him. Way hotter than my wife. We're going to kill my wife. And then I'll mm. just travel the world with her, write these books, and even if she's the only one that reads them, I get to have sex with her. That part I get. I don't. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder where the money's coming from, though. Right? right. Like, where's it? They said money led to this, so now I'm curious where they were getting mm. money. Maybe they, they had, must have had. I mean, they're in Hawaii, and yeah, maybe they had must have had money. money somehow. He might have been selling these books to a lot of people. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Minnesota mom, we mentioned her on Friday. She's still missing. Police still are asking for your help. I don't know if they're asking for your help, uh, depending right on where mine? you are. But I mean, I guess they're asking for everybody's help. There's now a fifty thousand dollar reward. If you have information that can lead to finding this missing mother, she was last seen after dropping off her kids, uh, her baby daddy and her drove the minivan to drop the kids off and went back to the house. The baby daddy leaves, and he says when he came back later, she was gone. Our department and our law enforcement partners are working relentlessly to find Maddie and determine the circumstances surrounding her disappearance. Nearly 2,000 volunteers showed up on Friday to help police conduct a massive ground search. Walk your acreage, check your outbuildings, check your vehicles, walk trails, check your cameras for any indications of anything suspicious. Okay, I mean, I know we, we see these stories pretty often. Someone just goes missing, and especially if it's a white woman, then it becomes national news. Sure. But... The whole missing thing, just the thought. You always try and put yourself in that position, but the thought of, like, if I, if Lazo goes missing, if my mother goes missing, if Brooke goes missing, you just come home one day or come to work one day. They don't show up, and now you're like, wait, where are they? Eventually right. you get in your car and go to their place. Well, they got to be here somewhere. This can't be happening to me, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be shocking. They're, they're here somewhere, so we got to find them. What would you do if I went missing? I don't know. That's the thing. And you hear these parents talk about how they can't sleep at night because they feel like they should be out searching. That's I totally that's understand. What would to me. Right. Would you feel that right. same way about me? You'd be Absolutely. like, I have to find them? Yes. Like, I can't sleep. You wouldn't sleep at night. I feel like, it, I mean, eventually you're going to have to. But I, I think my brain I'd be saying, like you come you over to me and be like, he's missing. And you'd be back at your house. No, I'd be looking for having you. Having nylon sex. No, and... no, 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 no. I'd be looking for you. You're, you've got kids and everything else. I would definitely be looking for you. And I'm sure someone would organize some sort of a search party. But if they don't, it's going to be me. I mean, I'm going to be looking for you. And then at nighttime. Well, that makes when... me feel good. So in my head, if someone's held me captive, yeah, I can know that you're on your way. Yeah. I'm trying to get to you. Yeah. I'm trying. And you're never going to give up. But, but I suck at never. this. Just like everything else. But I'm not going to give up. And when I finally get so tired that I'm starting to have hallucinations. I actually feel good about you looking for me. You watch so many crime right. shows. I feel like you'll know. I'm pretty good at picking up on these clues Between now. you and Brooke, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. And I feel like Snowcone will help. You know, I feel like yeah, man, for no, sure. he'll I, help. I, he'll be good. talking you, to people on Twitch the whole time, giving you're them sure updates. But yeah. Why not have both? Well... Because if you do find me and then I see what you did, it's going to make me angry. <laughs> so what I did what? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, how you could have helped more. It's going to make me angry. Oh, I'm going to help a lot. So this Madeline girl who's missing in Minnesota, there's some updates today. Final text messages revealed. 
The last known communication from Madeline Kingsbury has been revealed as a search to find the missing Minnesota mother of two rumbles on into its second week. Megan Kingsbury said that she received a final lighthearted text message from her sister around 8.15 a.m. on Friday, March 31st. Quote, we were chuckling about a funny photo exchange between us, and that was the last communication with me or any of my family or other friends. So that's the last thing she texted. She was in a good mood, it sounds like, laughing about a photo. Probably something we posted. They probably listened. Yeah. yeah. So that's the last thing. That's not much of a clue to work on. There's no like, no. I watched one the other day, Lazo, where this, this woman got killed and she texted her mom at, at, late at night and it just said something like, stay by your phone. I'm worried something's about to happen. Mm. So the mother starts trying to call. She can't get a hold of her. Then she goes missing for weeks and they find out that her roommates had killed her. But in that moment, she knew her roommates were angry. So she texted her mom. Because she was afraid of her roommates and said, stay by your phone. Imagine if you got that text from a kid, from your kid. Like, God, man, what do you do? There's there's no way you can sleep after that. No, no. And then your kid goes missing. In this case, you've got nothing. You've got the baby daddy, basically. And they say they don't have a suspect. They've released pictures of the van. On Friday, they were saying they had some video footage of a car that may be similar to their car. Now they're saying, we've got footage of their car. We've got footage of that Chrysler town and country driving around. In my mind, that tells me... They're looking into the baby daddy. He's the last one to well, see they her. They always are. They always are. But I'm saying it feels like they're trying to let us know we don't believe this guy's story. We've got pictures of the van. But still, you know, we want you guys out there looking for her. But if I had to put money on it now, I feel like they're going to end up arresting this guy and find out something. But I shouldn't say that. You know, I don't need yeah. Nancy Grace. Who knows? Even after our on. conversation with I Jason Plum of film, I know, I know. Talking this nonsense. I'm just saying, I think what it looks like the cops are trying to do right now is that they're trying to make it seem like this guy knows something and he's not telling us. And who knows what's going on in those interrogations. The Bud Light controversy rolls into another week. When did it start? Last week? When did Bud Light do that uh, announcement? Well, that was only a week ago, right? Snow Cone, when did Kid Rock shoot the cans? Like a week like ago a today? Weeks ago, I think. You think it was a couple weeks ago? I think it was like a week ago today. That he I'm going to say last week. Yeah, last week I think he shot the cans. So it's been a full week now of Bud Light controversy. People getting angry, really angry. I saw a picture of Kid Rock with Trump and he was wearing all Coors stuff. Did you see that? Mm. They were shaking hands. Uh, so now, then they had the Clydesdale appearance that they had to cancel because they had pe- people threatening them or whatever. So they really? had to keep the horses in the stables. Yeah, they're supposed to do some sort of appearance in St. Louis, I think, over the weekend. And, uh, you know, now there's more people coming out. We, I showed you the video of the guy dumping out all the Bud Light in his fridge and throwing well, it in the trash. Travis Tritt, I think. I Travis saw Tritt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the pictures someone posted of Travis Tritt? And said, yeah. Here's the guy who's anti-LG. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a green vest with, you know, flail oh, yeah. on all over it. And he's got his hands on his hips like Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. One picture, he's just putting his boot up in the air and smiling like Mr. Tough Guy. Well, you know, I don't know anything about that guy, but it seems like in the last couple of years he's become a dick. Maybe, I don't maybe know he always about was. Him I have I just, no my idea. dad liked him. But I think my dad would be upset to see what a jerk he is. Anyhow, there's still more backlash going on with Bud Light. Now, the people who say this isn't a bad move, I've seen plenty of articles from them say, no, Bud Light knows what they're doing. They knew that this would be controversial. Well, I'm sure. They, they also had to know. know. They also know that um, it, the controversy will die off. People will forget about it, and they'll go back to drinking Bud Light. But now they're saying they talked to someone who apparently works for the ad agency or helps make decisions about this, mm-hmm. and they said that Bud Light sales have been declining with young people, and they're well, of course they're worried about the future. So if they can attach themselves to some progressive causes now, maybe people would identify it as a positive of brand, course. and they would drink it. It's not just about getting your name in the news for a couple of weeks. The company did release a statement after false claims were made about the Bud Light marketing team being fired, saying, from time to time, we produce unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. 
This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. Bud Light had been kind of a brand of... Bud Light's vice president of marketing Sorry, recently skipped. appeared on the Apple podcast, Make Yourself at Home. This brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. And that part that skipped, she's like, Bud Light had been a brand of like frat guys and that sort of yeah. thing for a long time. So now I didn't know the can wasn't even for sale. Me neither. I had no idea. I thought that there were cans that you could buy that had yeah, Dylan Mulvaney's face it. on it. Right. That they said, no, we just made the can for Dylan. It's, we've done this before. So I, I am kind of surprised that we're still talking about it. With the Nike thing and the Keurig stuff, it seemed like that lasted a couple days, yeah. and then it was over. But you can't go a day now still without seeing Bud Light stuff. And, of course, the picture, it's on our subreddit of Kid Rock with the drag queen drinking yeah. Bud Light. And wasn't he wearing a Coors hat or something? He in that was picture? at that time, yeah. There was a lot to dissect in that picture. And the guy who dumps out the Bud Light from his fridge, as we pointed out, he's got a Ford truck, who's right. pro-LGBT. What else did he have snuck on? Van shoes, also right. pro-LGBT. Rockstar fridges. Rockstar, who's, who, that was the one where I was like, I don't know anything about Rockstar. Totally pro-LGBT. He had Coke. Yeah, Coca-Cola. I mean, look, guys, so at some point you got to say to yourself, am I on the wrong side of history? You know, is the world really turning into an asshole, or am I just on the wrong side of history? Right. But I don't think people ask themselves that. Once you get your heels dug in, that's it. And also, it doesn't have to be so black and white. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to do every single thing that this person on the far left tells me I have to do. That doesn't mean that I also have right. to shoot cans, though. Right. No, right? of course. You can just meet somewhere in the middle. I like the guy over the weekend. I think he's a nobody. I'm sure you saw it, Snow Cone. Sitting there. I saw guy, him. Drinking yeah. his beer. And he's like, I like Bud Light. And he's like, why do I care if you know a trans person right. or LGBT supports him? I, I hope they're happy. This Life sucks is basically what <laughs> right, he was right. saying. Mm -hmm. And if you can find your happiness, there's no reason for me to be mad about that. I thought that was pretty good. We need more of that. A greased up naked man mm -hmm. jumping into swimming pools in Florida. There's always stuff going on in Florida. Sure. He's just, you know, they've got those, I don't know what those things are called, the screened in porches that they have in Florida to keep the bugs out. And he was going from pool to pool, I guess, and the cops had a hard time catching him because he was greased up. They couldn't figure out what, what he was covered in until they finally caught him. I got one running, going westbound behind just the fence. He's naked. He's in the pool. Still running. Get back here! Put your hands behind your back! Hands behind your back! Oh, okay. It's like a paste. Yeah. What's all over you, man? Smells like toothpaste. So I think it was toothpaste because he was covered Why? in grease that was pepperminty and oily. Why? I don't know. He was bored. Like you know, well, why he, the toothpaste makes it harder to catch you. I guess he maybe why? didn't have grease, huh? Why? Because you're slippery. They can't get only like a grease. Wait, you say? Okay. I don't know. I mean, that's what I assumed. He greased himself up and then said, "Come catch me." It sounds like a bet, right? Or maybe he got uh, uh, into a fraternity. He's he's rushing a fraternity and they're hazing him. Right. I can see I like that. What T. Bragg says, you find your happiness greasing yourself up and running naked through people's yards. Who am I to say it's wrong? Right. And maybe, maybe it's, you know, he was trying to, trying to make some friends or get into a fraternity. I don't know. Speaking of fraternities, San Diego State, didn't they do really good in the tournament? They did. They got like in the finals. Final four, right? Or the, were they in the last game? Yeah. Did they win? No. No, Connecticut won, right? Uh, so anyways, a former San Diego State fraternity member is now suing, saying that his fraternity almost killed him during hazing. That fraternity, I think, has already been shut down by the school. But the family is suing, and they're releasing more information about what was involved with his hazing. Hazing seemed to really get out of control in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, I don't right. know when that happened. According to the lawsuit from Benjamin Brennan's family, two years ago when he was pledging Kappa Cigna fraternity, frat members forced him to consume drugs and hard mm. alcohol in amounts that would literally kill most people. 
there was a 750 milliliter bottle of Captain Morgan rum. He was instructed, he was commanded to drink it all and they provided tobacco and marijuana and he was supposed to consume that as well. Okay, so that's like a Thursday for you, isn't it? Snow cone, you <laughs> could do that, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah, but snow cone. Could you do seasoned. all that? A handle? Yeah, uh, a handle's a lot. But you, you could get it. through it, right? I could get through it. Yeah. How close have you been before, just done? Close. You've drank right. a handle before, right? Oh, I mean, I've drank a lot of handles. But uh, like no, I'm saying like in, in, in a night. There has to have been a time you drank a handle one I've night. I've drank in uh, fifths in a night and and uh, liters in a night. Well, this sure. was 750 milliliters. They had to drink it in 30 minutes. Mm. It's not very long. Mm-mm. Seems seems dangerous. dangerous. Says members allegedly forced him, uh, he was 19 at the time, to continue consuming alcohol in amounts that would literally kill most people after he could no longer care for himself, stand, or speak. So he's already passed out, and they're forcing alcohol down his throat, it sounds like. Mm. Between the evening of April 16th and the next morning, Brennan was on a couch, unable to move or speak due to severe intoxication, while fraternity members allegedly struck him with paddles mm. and other objects. So they're coming by and smacking him. I just saw like a Dateline or something where a kid was in a fraternity. They make the guys go sit in the basement, and the basement's flooded. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I got that wrong. Maybe that's a fifth. I've definitely drinking a fifth in a night. Is that 750 times. milliliters? I, I don't know. I'm drinking a fifth. Okay, of times. well, whatever 750 milliliters is, I need you to drink it in 30 Did you do minutes. it last night? No. Will you do it tonight? Probably not. Maybe, though? I mean, it's an option. It's not on mm-hmm. the table. Well, the good news with this story, unlike the one I saw where they made the guys drink in the flooded basement, or just a guy died of hypothermia in that flooded basement. I don't remember what fraternity that was. But in this instance, he's passing on the couch. He just lays there. No one's helping him. They're smacking with paddles. But eventually, one of the fraternity members puts him in a vehicle, takes him to the hospital, and then allegedly just threw him out of the car. He didn't give any information well, that's whatsoever. Put him in a shopping cart. Yeah, just dropped him off at the hospital. Put him in an emergency room. Right. I thought, well, that's better than what well, they did. Well, why do I got to stay room. with him? Right. I don't want to get in trouble. Not his dad. We change those laws if that's what you want us to do. If you want us to stay, then we can't get in trouble if we bring someone to the hospital. So he took him to the hospital. The other fraternity story we talked about, they did not take anybody to the hospital. Yeah. They just left them. So, and it's still not good. And if your kids go to college and like, I want to join a fraternity, you probably have to have some sort of talk with them about yeah. hazing. And I don't, I don't know what was hazing like in the '80s. What do you think? That, I don't even really know. Weren't you like walking on broken well, glass? A big deal. And, Right, they didn't it wasn't cook. really broken glass, though. It was, it was Doritos chips. or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, they didn't. I think it was all jokes, kind of. Exactly. It was like a prank. They're trying to see if you trust them. Yeah. The whole idea of, like, drink until you die. When did that start? Well, for <laughs> me in the sixth grade. <laughs> well, right, for you. The Church of Laszlo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.